to. Welcome back, everybody, to episode four of Attack of the Fields, or Higher Than Four, Less Than Two. When we last left our heroes, we met a new friend, which our friends decided to call Gluttony. On the ship, Paris Dockin um, has decided to go take a nap after uh, a lot of pressure um, and anxiety of discovering that he has some weird psychic link with a dolphin. Um, A.B. Fringle has managed to put the Soul of Silver on autopilot um, while waiting for the infinite improbability drive to cool down. Um, and we're going to cut over to uh, H.U. and look over at him as he uh, has a small conversation with the uh, Shaft, Monkey Cat. I am asking all in attendance on this ship if they have any any uh, uh, leads as to the whereabouts of this mysterious god figure. <laughs> Tell me, Shaft. What do you know? Shaft's gonna look at you, and I think he can kind of tell what you're asking, and he puts a he puts his little uh, paw. That is perfect. It's like half cat paw, half monkey paw. It's horrifying, really. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, puts it under his chin, and he starts to kind of glare at you a little bit. And then he kind of starts to, like, chirp in, like, monkey cat language. Um, but can like, I understand it? <laughs> no, I sure cannot uh, understand damn. it. But through the intonation, you can tell that he's really getting into it. Uh, I sure will do something he's never done before and try and pet Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll feelings so that you don't crush monkey cat. He suddenly has this, like, overwhelming feeling that he should do this. Um, I don't think I'm prepared, and I'm not an expert. <laughs> and that is uh, not a success. <laughs> <laughs> not a success. So you go to you go to pet uh, Shaft, and you like kind of go for the tail first, and you like uh, kind of press down on his tail, and he goes like a like a comical like uh, and um, uh, Tom and Jerry, you hear a yeah, <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> that I sort of will stand back up and then like internal log try petting again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're gonna cut over to um over to Paris Dockin and we're gonna cut into his head. Um but we're gonna cut back to about five years ago. Um when uh Paris Dockin um this is this is all going through Paris Dockin's mind. He's kind of just recollecting it. It's not necessarily, uh, it's just, it's sort of a weird, like, memory dream in a way. Um, we're cutting to uh, Paris Dockin, um, and he's just getting uh, a job at the YMCA in Toronto um, after losing his last job. What was his last job, Paris? He was a, he was a professor of psychology. And what exactly uh, made him lose the job as a professor of psychology? Or not even lose? Why did he quit, even? Uh, he he quit because there was intense racism. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Alright, well, valid. <laughs> valid. Valid reason to quit. Um, and so, you're going to the... Why, why are we picking the YMCA, Paris? Paris has, like, made it his life's journey just to help the kids, and he knew that, like, 
in the inner city, there weren't a lot of opportunities for therapy and just general psychological care. Um, and he saw that the YMCA was offering a general manager's position. And then he saw one of the one of the the things you had to do for the job was work as a counselor within the YMCA. Great. So we're going in. We're watching Paris Dock and walk into the YMCA. Um, and uh, you go up to the front desk, um, and there's a there's a person at the front desk who looks at you and says, "Hi. Uh, what can I help you with?" Hi, um, Paris Dawkins. I'm here for the interview. Uh, yeah, uh, give us just one moment. And the, the receptionist gets up and kind of walks into a back room. Um, and you are standing there and you start to notice like kind of a, um, cause there's a, like there's a, next to the desk, there's a long hallway leading to the back, uh, mm-hmm. like de- back to the, um, like locker rooms where, mm-hmm. for the pool. Um, and there's like a glass door that says employees only that goes out to the pool. So you are standing there and you start to notice that uh, there's like some thumps coming from the, um, some thumping noises coming from the, uh, the locker rooms um, that don't sound, that don't sound good. Paris will begin to investigate, but on his way, he's going to pass by the treadmills where he sees an old man jogging on the treadmills uh, <laughs> very angrily, but Paris is going to wave nicely uh, and then continue on. <laughs> Man, he's going to regret that. Hey, we had to hire that guy back for this episode? That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you keep going, um, and you start to hear, like, a a muffled, like, in the the men's locker room. Uh, Paris is going to, like, creak open the door and try to peek in. Um, As you you start to do that, um, you uh, notice that the receptionist came back, um, and it's like, kind of looking around for you but she's not looking at back at the um the locker rooms because like why would she why would she go look for that why would she look back there she doesn't expect you to be back there uh paris is gonna like head back to the front desk and just be like oh just checking out the facility <laughs> and she says uh it's just gonna um we have another person in there right now but um it's just gonna be another 10 minutes is that okay yeah, of course. I didn't get a nice enough look around, so I'll continue doing that. And she says, sure, go ahead. Take a look at whatever you need. Uh, <laughs> so, she, yeah. so she goes back, um, and the the thumping noises stop in the men's bathroom. Paris is gonna just, like, slide in the little crack he made and close the door behind him. Um, as you walk in, you notice that there's, like... There's, like, three older kids, like, standing in there. And they're, like, screaming at this other kid, like, in the corner, like, calling him an idiot. And, like, they're, like, like threatening to kick him and stuff. Like, they're just bullying him, like, hardcore. Uh, Paris is gonna rush over and get in between them. Uh, hey, 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 there's no need for any of this. We do not solve our problems with violence, alright? What's going on here? And one of the kids looks at him because this is the seventies, and he looks at him. And he goes, it's not your problem. Get away from us, idiot! And it's like <laughs> Paris is gonna drop down to his knees so he's eye level with the kid, and then I wanna I wanna roll for feelings to see if I can I can um, Sherlock his home life and break him down. 
All right, perfect. So ro- go ahead and roll for feelings. Uh, s- since uh, you uh, since you were a, a, a psychologist or a therapist, um, you're definitely an expert. Um, I don't. You, we'll uh, say you're yeah. prepared. Okay. Yeah, we'll say you're prepared because like you've seen this kind of stuff before, so it's not it's not too bad. success and one laser feelings. Oh, perfect. Okay, so you look into this kid's eye and, like, his two goons are, like, standing right behind you, but they're, like, they're, they're, like, like, shocked that, like, this adult is, like, getting down to their level. What are you you gonna say to this kid? I, you know, I get it, man. Alright, your dad leaves. Alright, and then Greg comes into your household, and Greg's (laughs) Greg's eating up all the peanut butter, and you're just, you come home after school, and you're just like, man, I sure would enjoy a peanut butter sandwich, but Greg already ate all the peanut butter, and it's hard out there. But you don't have to take it out on other people, man. And he looks at him, he's like, how did you know my stepdad's name was Greg? <laughs> They're all named Greg. Every stepdad is named Greg. Which is now canon. Um, <laughs> and he looks at you, and he's like, can I give you a hug? Of course, man. Of course. And he looks at you, and the kid that was like obviously getting kicked and stuff, he's like, he's like looking around. He's like, "What the fuck? Like, what's, <laughs> what about me?" <laughs> Don't worry, you're next. <laughs> so you hug this kid, and then the two goons look at him, and he goes, he, he looks. The two goons look at the kid that it, like was obviously the head bully, and, and he looks at him. He's like. You're a pussy, man. Oh. I'm gonna drop down to my knees in front of this kid. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you to roll feelings. Oh, I'll do it to all of these fucking kids, man. I swear to God. <laughs> I got another success. I get it. It's hard being the middle child. <laughs> And he looks at me, he's like, yeah, how'd you know that? I'm the middle child of five children. (laughs) I can tell by your hand-me-down clothes. That shirt's way too big on you. And it's like definitely like a 50s like button-up. Like, (laughs) his older brother is definitely like in college. He's like, I'm so sorry for hurting this kid. And then the last kid looks at him and he's like, God, both of you are a bunch of wusses. He doesn't he doesn't drop down. He just from his squatted position, duck walks over to the final kid. <laughs> and then don't stop coming, I got two successes. <laughs> what are you gonna say to this kid? I <laughs> Hey. I understand, okay? We've all, we've all not understood ourselves fully. We all want masculinity to really drive us, but it's okay, man. Like, the 60s just happened. You can love whoever you want. He looks at me, he's like, how'd you know that I was having gay thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) I saw the way you were looking at these other two. It's okay, talk to them. Maybe they will... What are the other... One of the other kids looks at him and he goes, I've had feelings for you this whole time. That's beautiful. <laughs> now you three, go on, get out of here. Talk to each other. 
So then those three leave, and they're definitely going to have a nice conversation. Uh, and then the last kid that was getting beat up the whole time looks at me, he's like, he's like, man, can I get some money or something? What? Do it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> You're going to do it? You're going to give him some money? Yeah. Alright, cool. So you hand him, how much money are you giving this kid? I've got like a 20 on me. Alright, you hand him a 20, which is a lot yeah. in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of the 70s. <laughs> so you hand him a 20 and he, What's the and exchange he rate? goes, man, I'm going to go buy a brand new car. And he walks out, and he runs out, and then as you're running out, the bot, like the, 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 the owner of the YMCA is standing in the doorway and looks at you and says, my god. I've never seen that before. What you did to these kids. You're you're so good at that. It's called listening to children. <laughs> you look into the camera and like, there's a little PSA. <laughs> a little PSA. It's like one of those trust. Pass it on. So a, a dollar in 1970 is worth like six dollars today. So you gave him like almost two hundred dollars. <laughs> This entire flashback has been black and white. Like a black and white film. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Like $150. <laughs> Which is fantastic. So, uh, he, the, the boss looks at you and, and they say, I don't even need to interview you. I could just tell you're a good person right away. And you got the job. Manager of the YMCA. And this place will last forever. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like look down and smile, but when I look back up, the boss has turned into a dolphin. Exactly. And he he goes, man, I need some fish. (laughs) And then he'll wake up with a start again. And then the the, uh, fucking fucking gluttony is like (laughs) over you, like hovering right over you. Hey, man, we need to have a conversation about boundaries, especially when I'm asleep. (laughs) Man, I don't know anything about that. All I know is what my stomach's telling me. I will get you fish if you stop forcing me to wake up with a cold sweat every time I fall asleep. (laughs) I have had a rough... (laughs) He looks at his wrist that doesn't have a watch. 24 hours, all right? (laughs) My planet blew up. I've been forced with all these people, all these aliens that I don't understand. And now I got a psychic connection with this mammal. I am having a hard time. The usher is in the room as well. (laughs) You do not understand me. (laughs) Oh, and then he's going to walk out sad. (laughs) See, look what you made me do. He's gonna, he's, he, uh, Gluttony's gonna, like, give you, like, a smirk and then, like, float away. A smirk out of a, a bottled-nosed dolphin sounds so disgusting yeah, exactly. to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens, and it is disgusting. But as you're walking, uh, as you're waking up, Freddy goes, Hey guys, I've got some good news. Everyone, uh, uh, Paris will head out of his chambers and into, like, the cockpit area. Turns out the improbability drive is ready to go. Thank you, Freddy. We may now continue our mission. Uh, do you have the correct coordinates in? 
A.B. Uh, Fringle, where is the cube that ZZ gave us? <laughs> it's right here. So as you place the coordinates in, uh, who's going to be pressing that button? Not me. <laughs> You're the captain. <laughs> Mr. Human Being? No. Mr. <laughs> Dolphin Being? Why don't you do the honors? It's only fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> So as he presses the button, I'm going to need you to roll a D100, Dennis. Oh, shit. Hopefully this gets us somewhere, though. Not <laughs> not soup. 64. Freddy, is this going to make us go into the weird place? <laughs> <laughs> as you press the improbability drive and everything just goes blank, you guys, uh, it starts to, the, the uh, landscape starts to go up. Um, and you notice... You're all in, um, all three of you are in the grass, uh, are in like grass and you look up and there's, there's trees. Um, there's like a pond next to you. Um, and you, 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 you're just like in a, it seems like a pretty pleasant area. And there's like a, there's like a dirt path, like walking, like going past the grass. This is so beautiful. Reminds me of the first time I stepped out of my cockpit on Exalia. Are we... us? <laughs> you are not you. Mm. What, what, yeah, am what I? are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you to um, just try to explore. I'm going to head down the dirt path. So as you're ch- attempting to go towards the dirt path, you realize you can't go past the grass. Like you are stuck within the grass. And as you're as you're standing there trying to get out of the grass, which is like so weird, you notice that there's like a twelve year old kid with like a hat and like a backpack and like uh and like a uh, like a like a weird shirt, like a very brightly red shirt, starts to walk by and notices um Paris in the grass. Remain you- calm, human. <laughs> No, it's and a kid. He, I can deal uh, with kids. And you start to notice uh, that he pulls out a red and white ball out of his back, <laughs> out of his backpack, and it grows to the size of his hand. Um, and he's gonna open up the he's gonna open up the ball, um, and outside pops uh, a large um, tur- blue turtle with orange shell. <laughs> All right, never mind. This is making no sense. <laughs> Fringle, 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 <laughs> Fringle, Paris, Fringle, Fringle. Paris. <laughs> Asha, Asha. Um, what three? What three Pokemon have you three turned into? We're starters. Yeah, you're starters. <laughs> you said we were stuck in the ground, so I, I, th- I am a, I am a weeping bell. Uh, what what about you, Dennis? Uh, Paris is a haunch crow. It's a dark type. <laughs> and uh, Marcus? I'm a diglet with just one long arm sticking out of the front. My one arm. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! So the Pokemon trainer definitely looks over and notices the diglet and kind of like shakes his head, but he looks straight at the haunch crow and he's like, I could use that shit. <laughs> so uh, the Squirtle is now going to use Water Gun at you. What are you going to do? Oh, I thought it was a Dreadnought. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm going to use Aerial Ace. 
So you're gonna use aerial ace. You're gonna do sixty damage to the Squirtle, dude. That's a high level move for a Honchkrow. So Honchkrow's definitely gonna hit it. The water gun misses, uh, flinches the Squirtle. Wait, is this a randomizer? <laughs> this is not a uh, this is not a randomizer. I mean, you guys pick sixty four. Every time I, to be honest with you guys, every time I wrote one of these down, I'm like, they're not gonna pick this one, right? Like, they're not gonna roll this one. <laughs> But you rolled all the ones that I went. They're not gonna roll this, right? <laughs> but anyways, so Squirtle Squirtle flinches back, um, but then he uh, kind of draws into his shell and he starts to spin oh, no. rapidly. Weeping Bell would like to use Wet Razor Leaf. <laughs> Weeping Bell does that and knocks the Squirtle out. <laughs> yeah, super effective. Um, I think I have weakened the beast. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna just growl. See if I can lower its defense. <laughs> um, it's knocked the fuck out, but... Amazingly. Uh, <laughs> um, this trainer isn't fucking around anymore, so he puts Squirtle back in. Um, you definitely use Growl. Uh, the trainer gets scared a little bit, but out pop fucking Charizard, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> is this red? <laughs> the dude, red? This is, oh dude, my this god. this is fucking red, dude. Oh no. <laughs> That's a level 84 <laughs> kill us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at I fly up into the air and I look at my friends with a single tear falling down my bird cheek as I use Brave Bird <laughs> Fringo Fringo <laughs> so Brave Bird is used against this Charizard and as you're about to <laughs> yeah. are you using lasers right now? <laughs> we, we should have been rolling this whole time but I love it <laughs> Uh, it's a failure. What did you get? It's a five? What's your so, that's, a, that's a fail. That's a fail, yeah. <laughs> you hit straight into the ground. And if there was a way we could take harm, we would, but you're... <laughs> There's no function in this format for harm. So you're just gonna get... You're gonna be knocked out on the ground. Leaping Bat Leaping <laughs> wants to use Spore. <laughs> to put it to sleep. <laughs> so you're gonna use Sleep Spore... Um, I'm gonna need you to roll lasers. <laughs> now we're gonna do rolling. <laughs> I am prepared and I am an expert. Uh, <laughs> grass type? That's correct. Whoa! That's three successes, baby. <laughs> Whoa! Dude, you knocked this Charizard out. It is a that sleep. is a that is a four turn sleep. <laughs> this is a four turn sleep. That is not lasting. That is lasting way too long. So red. Puts him back into uh, puts him back into his fucking uh, like Pokeball. He was earthquake. Pringle, 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 <coughs> Freddy, Freddy. What's the improbability? Um, it's it's about it's about finished, guys. Just Use hold on for one more. Use magnet. What is Freddy? <laughs> and outside, what? out of the next Pokeball, you guys know this guy. He's a brand new addition to the team. Out pops the fattest dragon you've ever seen in your entire life. With the tiniest wings. Nobody knows how this thing fucking flies. And then Dragonite uses uh, Dragon Pulse on all you fuckers. No! As a Dragon Pulse comes out, normality is restored instantly. <laughs> and all three uh. of you... Paris, you're definitely oh, still knocked out on the floor. I am face down ass up on the floor of the cockpit. <laughs> that is the first time that Usher1239 has ever faced 
death. <laughs> it is a sobering feeling. I understand now what others must have felt. <laughs> That's just like a play a game we used to play on the Ixian Resort. <laughs> Paris is gonna stand up and cough a feather out of his mouth. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Dennis from Control Group. Do you enjoy what you're listening to? Then feel free to subscribe or rate and review us on iTunes. You can follow us on social media at CTRLPod on Twitter and at CTRLGrouppod on Instagram. You can also become a patron of ours. You can go to patreon.com slash controlgroup. With your donations, we want to get better equipment so we sound better as a podcast, but mostly we want to set up a website where we'll have a giant database of all the systems we find, the systems we create, and so that others can add their own systems as well so we can be this big hub for the TTRPG community where we can all come together and enjoy all of these different systems. Anyway, I've been talking long enough. You should probably get back to the episode. You guys notice um, out the window, you guys aren't in space. Um, You guys are... uh, It it seems like in a cave. Um, But when you look out the center of the window, you see this massive ball of just... It looks like a a sun, to be honest. And... um, it looks like the sun of, of like just like the tiniest like most compact like star you've ever seen in your entire life and um, it's at the center of this massive cavern that you guys have found yourself in is there any way that Usher can like analyze the surrounding area to like figure out like where what planet they're on or like, or, like um, you can what, analyze what the surrounding there? you can analyze the surrounding area um, actually you know what roll for lasers I'll say you're prepared um, but you're not an expert one success. Scan, and you realize you're in the inside of a planet, but you don't know which planet. But we're in the, in, like, in the core? Like, inside a planet? You're, you're, yeah, you're in the core of a planet right now. Interesting. Wow. After analysis, I've determined that we are most likely the center of a planet's core. Then what planet, I'm not sure. Alright, safety first, everyone. Everyone, take a towel. And I'll hold up all the towels I have. Yeah, Paris is gonna put it on, like, very confused. Paris Dawkins, we normally uh, uh, ascribe to the buddy system. Would you be my buddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you consent? Yes, I do consent, and thank you for asking. Um, A.B. Fringle, who's gonna be your buddy? You've either got Shaft or Gluttony. Shaft or Gluttony? Shaft. You're gonna take Shaft. Gluttony's pissed. Uh, he looks at you guys and he's like, whatever, you fuckers, I'm just gonna stay in here and eat. So, he'll sit on he's the He's not even gonna come with us? <laughs> um, I don't know, you're gonna have to roll feelings to see if he's gonna come with you. This is a finicky dolphin, man. <laughs> no, dude. Come on, Mr. Dolphin, dolphin Being. We've given you safe... We've given you safe refuge on our ship. And food. So now we'll all be working together on this mission. I don't so, think I'm. I think you're prepared to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I offer him a towel, I guess. Okay, so that's what feelings. So oh, so so if you want, I um if you want, uh, it seems it seems like um a uh, usher one two three nine is attempting to help. So I'll give you a third ro- a th- third dice. Okay. There's a feeling. Oh, you got laser feelings? Only one. Uh, okay. Yeah, one okay. laser feeling. He definitely, um, 
he definitely looks at you and he's like, oh, fucking fine, whatever. I'll come with you guys. But I guess I'll have to be in a threesome. I'm sure it wouldn't be your first, Mr. Dolphin, being here. <laughs> so I give him this, I give him a towel, and then, so if everyone takes one, there's five of us, including yeah. Shaft, so I'll take the, the extra one. Alright, so you got two, and then everyone else has a towel. Shaft is, like, using it as, like, a cape, because he's definitely not big enough to, like, hold the whole Great. thing. Usher just puts it on top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's jumping around with a cape? That's awesome. That's amazing. So, um... You guys walk out of the ship, um, and you notice there's a large... It's, this is a humongous cavern, but there's no clear way how the Soul of Silver made it into the into the core of this planet. Um, can, can, I, can I actually try to like analyze the star, like the, 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 the heat? Is it just... Yeah, go ahead. Is it just, uh, you know, is it molten lava, or is it like, like mm. a, a, a organic? Or... So is it dark, or...? Um, no, so the you can see inside Success? the cavern. Yeah, so you um yeah, so you you got two successes. Um you notice that the inside of the core it's it's hot in there, um, but it's the the core is obviously it's compacted, meaning um somebody has compacted the inside of the planet, the the core of the planet. It's like there's a shield around it, but it's not disrupting it. It's like as if it was just to make room. But it's definitely um, molten lava. But it, but we're protected from it. Yeah, you're protected. Like it's okay. not coming out. Like there's, it's like a perfect like spherical uh, core. Like, okay. I believe that we are safe from this planet core. Though we should hurry and find whatever it is we are looking for. Hurry, everyone! Every step is one step closer to finding God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show title right there. That's the trailer. <laughs> I feel like we should sing like a Winnie the Pooh esque song, like on our way as we're all traveling. Fucking Wizard yeah. of Oz. <laughs> we're on our way. Define God. Define God. <laughs> step by step, one by one, all we go. We're on our way with Gluttony. <laughs> we think we'll find him, but we might not. Oh, fucking fuck God. Until well, okay, I have to harvest every single thing in my sight. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you guys are walking around, um, you go, you guys are noticing that you guys are just kind of walking in a circle um, around. So you guys are uh, definitely just walking in a circle around the core. Um, yeah, as you're singing. Um, so yeah, that's 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 exactly what's happening. You guys are just walking around okay. in a circle. I want to stop. Walking around in a circle. <laughs> Any directions that we can go to? There's like a um, cave opening, right? I'd like you to roll for uh, lasers to see if you can find a way. Okay. Prepared to find a way? Yeah, prepared. Um, and if you guys want, you guys can help each other. Yeah. Well, we're all helping to find a way. I think I'm an expert on being in on random like alien planets, but I, I think I I don't think I knew it'd be inside. I think I think I don't know if I'm prepared because I thought we'd be on the surface of a planet. So yeah. So so I'll give you one uh, two for you, Marcus, and then um, Dennis and uh, Nick. Uh, if you want to help him, I'll give him another two so he can get four dice. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, that's three successes. Yeah. Three successes. Perfect. So you start to notice that there are. Um, there's not one way out, but there are several sort of like tunnels, um, and they're they're sort of narrow. 
but they were definitely like they were definitely easy to miss. Um, but okay, uh, like they're how, how many? They're just big enough to fit. Just big enough to fit. Uh, Usher one two three nine. <laughs> Think it's time to lose. There's some like a handful of them or like a ton, man. As he's gonna pat Usher. <laughs> Ozzy doesn't understand this, so he's not going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Shall we Shall we split up and go through the tunnels? Sounds good. So uh, each of you are going to split up um, into each of the tunnels. Does that include... Uh, does that include... Uh, well, what about the buddy sh- session? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, maybe we should split up in pair in our buddy system and then jump down the same tunnel. Yes. Yeah, so we'll do like three groups. All right, so gluttony's uh, by himself. Yep, <laughs> gluttony's all by himself. Damn, gluttony's like fucking whatever. I'll go down this way then, and he like starts to like go down into a into a different tunnel, um, and then uh, A B and uh, Shaft go down one tunnel, and then uh, <laughs> Usher one two three nine and um, uh, Paris go down another tunnel. So uh, we're gonna fo- right now. We're gonna follow. Uh, we're gonna follow Paris Dawkins and um, Usher one two three nine. As you're walking through the tunnel, um, you start to hear like a. Is that a rustling sound? <laughs> it's like a like you like the little pitter patter of tiny feet. Like, is it like around the walls of the tunnel or further down the tunnel? It's kind of like all around you. I believe that there may be organisms near us, Paris Dawkins, prepared to defend your life. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about you wanting to el- el- immediately eliminate any problem you see. No, it is no longer my primary directive. My primary <laughs> directive is to find God. <laughs> uh, Nick, I want you to roll for feelings right now. Just one die. No. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. Um, and you start, so now you start to feel um, something moving in your circuitry. Like something climbed up your back and like you didn't notice fast enough. And so now it's inside you. <laughs> Paris Dawkins, I do not want to alarm you, but I do believe that I am compromised. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Compromised how? I am compromised... In, uh, in both my emotions and deductive reasoning with my new primary directive, but also I believe that there is some kind of organism crawling its way through my circuitry. <laughs> that is as the more you, pressing issue. <laughs> as you say that, um, you start to lose control of your arms and you pick up Paris. Um, or about to pick up Paris. Paris, I want you to roll for lasers right now. Just one, one D6. If you become and if you become ensnared in my grasp, there is no letting go. <laughs> I did it. I got a two. Yeah. You did it. So you 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 escape. <laughs> you you somehow escape uh, the arms, but you trip um, going out towards the tunnel. But as you as you trip, uh, uh, Nick, I want you to roll for lasers right now. Just one dice. I want to suck my legs back up into my body and then turn on my rocket. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so you do that. You do that. So you suck your legs up back into your body. You turn them into rockets. Um <laughs> as you as you so do that heat. though, you just hit the top of the um you just hit the top of the uh 
the tunnel that you're in, and it's just like it's like you're trying to take off like your feet, your where your feet would be. There's about like an inch of fire, just like blasting out from I'm under to, there. I'm trying to heat up my insides. <laughs> oh, okay. So you heat up the insides, and you start to hear like a. <laughs> Vacate yourself from my premises. <laughs> We're going to cut over to AB right now and uh, uh, Shaft really quickly. Um, AB, you're starting to notice the same pit pats on the floor. I love you, Shaft. I know that you would never completely abandon me and choose someone else as your buddy, <laughs> even after I've been with you for so long. You don't hear a response. Shaft? You look, you look behind you. Shaft's not there. Where are you, my friend? No, <laughs> not again. <laughs> I want you to roll. I want you to roll for feelings right now. One die. Failure. Failure. All of a sudden, like you don't know how, but you feel like you just get you get tipped over, and you feel like a million tiny hands on your back. And they've got, like, your arm. Like, they're holding onto your arm, the your one arm and your legs. And it's like you're crowd surfing. And you start to head back. Uh, you start to head back towards the, the, the core of the planet. Whee! Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna pan back <laughs> over to um, Usher1239 and Paris Dockin. Um, with the inch of fire, um, unfortunately, since there are rockets um, being, <laughs> being shot... In the middle of all of this, uh, Paris, you start to feel the heat a little bit. Hey, man, it's getting pretty hot. I this is my only recourse. <laughs> just let <laughs> it's like getting just like let me inside it. Just like cool down for just like just a second. Let me get inside of you and get it out. I have never had anyone inside of me. <laughs> it's not so bad, man. I don't. <laughs> oh. How would you feel if I asked you the same? <laughs> I mean, if we get to know each other better. We do know each other. You are my friend. I'll turn off my rockets. <laughs> uh, I'm here in a plane here. Dennis, what do you want to do? I want to... I just want to open up his containment unit and search around for what's in there. Um, but as that's going on, I think I need to address our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead and address it. Hey, um, I know you heard me after I woke up from my second nap in a day. <laughs> um, I just, there's a lot of things going on right now. And trust me, I do owe you and A.B. my life, Usher. Um, it's just a lot to process. Therein lies our friendship. The bond that is unbreakable. A life bond. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, that not what friendship is? Yeah. The debt you owe one another? <laughs> no, it's not always about that. Sometimes it's about commonalities or just enjoying this. Please elaborate. <laughs> well, what do you like to do, Usher? I know only um, my directive. <laughs> so you're still, you're still, uh, the, the, the rockets are still going. And it's getting hotter in that cave. <laughs> I'll, I'll turn them off. I'll, I'll turn them off. I'll turn them off. You're gonna turn your you're gonna turn your rockets off. Yeah. All right. So you turn the rockets off, um, and as you turn the rockets off, uh, you start to feel. I want now. I want you to roll, um, Nick. Feelings for feelings. Yeah. One one dice. No. <laughs> All right, as you feel that, you feel like 
three different things crawl up your back and inside your uh inside your your circuitry again this time though uh you absolutely have no control um <laughs> dennis i'm gonna need you to roll lasers one more time to avoid the grasp of one usher one two three nine no <laughs> no. <laughs> so you get you get caught up and slowly as you turn around um uh you get you get caught by um by Usher 1239's grasp. Usher, you turn around and you start to uh walk slowly back towards the planet's core. Um, All life must end, Paris Dawkins. <laughs> Do not be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> as you guys as you guys enter, you notice that AB and um uh, and uh, Shaft are tied up to some rocks um, by def- by like way too much rope. Like there's like it it's like crazy. They're not getting out. Um, oh, hello. And as- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Usher one two three nine. You place them down. And uh, Dennis, I want you to uh, roll uh, lasers right now. Just one die. A B Fringle, I Got have it. been compromised. I got a one. So have I. (laughs) So you finally uh, get a glimpse at what's been doing this, and you notice um, the like a tiny, like about a little alien about the size of your hand. They're green. They've got big old ears. Um, They're like tiny little elves almost, um, essentially. With like they've got like little armor on or whatever. They're all like dressed up little warriors. Um, and you notice you notice them on the ground um, as you're being uh, put down on the ground by uh, Usher one two three nine um, and tied up by the little people. I want to turn to the closest one next to me, and I'm like, "Excuse me, are you the Galactic God?" <laughs> and uh, like three of them, like kind of look at you silently, um, <laughs> and they like kind of run off. Um, there's uh, no need for Usher to be tied up. Um, he's just like, de- his legs are like just deactivated. His legs and his arms. Um, as like the four of them that were inside, what, what, you managed to like badly damage one of them. Um, as they pull out, out of a little stretcher, um, out of, outside <laughs> oh, <no>. of, <laughs> out on a little stretcher, one of the little aliens is like all burned up from all your rockets. <laughs> So all of, all four of you are stuck, but you notice that um, Gluttony is not there. Please, creatures of this planet, tell us what you believe in. <laughs> all of a sudden, you just hear just pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, like a bunch of it, like it's just growing, and all of a sudden, a pile of these little creatures start to grow, um, and like they start to make like a little house, almost like a little castle type thing, like they're like little building blocks. And all of a sudden, um, they what looks like a little door starts to open up on the castle. And one of these little creatures uh, opens up, uh, comes out of the doors, and is like draped in like the longest gold garment you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. And he looks at all four of you and he goes, Sir, what are you doing here in the lair of the Frugals? Uh... We we were informed we could find God here. <laughs> he he looks around and he goes, "There is no God here." <laughs> All right then, we'll leave. 
Goodbye. So fast. That's what I thought. <laughs> what do we do with trespassers? In some communities, they allow trespassers to assimilate into their culture. (laughs) (laughs) He starts to laugh a little bit and he goes, Is that supposed to be a little trick to try and get me to like you? I am not. My prime directive is not trickery. (laughs) (laughs) Gluttony! Gluttony, where are you? By the way, I'm willing to pay ten human dollars for a membership. Ten human dollars for a a what? I will assimilate into your culture, as just as you say. Here are ten human dollars, and I give him the ones that Gluttony gave to me from <laughs> Paris earlier. Yeah, the the little the little the little fruple, um, the king fruple picks up the uh, picks up one of the dollars because this guy, this guy, even though that dollar is like massive compared to him, he's pretty strong. Um, he picks it up and he says. This will go nicely as a blanket on my bed. I knew it. You guys, this works on every planet. (laughs) Monetary gain is important for many cultures. (laughs) I know exactly what we will do with you. We fruples are bored. Uh, all right, I've been there. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> we shall require entertainment. Paris is going to, like, wiggle just his arms free, not just to escape, but just to give him a little bit more breathing room. I've got a story for all of you. One that'll entertain you a for sto- ages. <laughs> a story, you say? Yes. A story of what? Uh, I've got a story. A few questions for you, alright? You know, like, who's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks? (laughs) (laughs) The Frupal King looks around, and he says, Who? Shaft. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Shaft, like, starts to look... Shaft starts to, like, freak the fuck out. <laughs> He's the man. He's the man. Who is the man that would risk his neck for his brother, man? <laughs> Shaft. Can you dig it? <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> the Fruple King looks around and he says, That was a pretty good story. It got me amped up. <laughs> I will require more entertainment. Which one of you? Is the best dancer. A.B. Fringle is a dancer. I volunteer. Though I do cannot speak to his quality. <laughs> I think I can crush this. Actually, I have three legs, so let's do it. <laughs> Alright, so they're going to untie <laughs> you. <laughs> they're going to untie you, but there's like a million of them. As they untie you, um, each and every single one of them has a tiny knife. About the size of a tooth. <laughs> and I think you're very aware that if you tried anything... That, no, the Fruple King looks at you and says, If you try anything, we will stab you so many times in the chest. You will no longer have a chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. My name is A.B. Fringle. 
And I present to you the Virilian Jolt. And I'll do my favorite then, dance, the Virilian Jolt. <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll 3d6. For uh, feelings, excuse me. Yeah. Two successes. Two successes? The Frugal yes. King looks deep into your eyes and says, That was pretty okay. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session today. <laughs> Just a what, reminder, what uh, I am your D- I am your DM, Hadley Singer. I'm Marcus, I play A.B. Fringle. I'm Nick, I play Asha1239, his voice changes every goddamn episode. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm Dennis, I play Paris And uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> I think we're doing good with the voices, though. than two.